Welcome to Success Superstars, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest today, Jason and Cassie Sammons from Justin, Texas. Guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And Cassie, uh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Yeah. Was it, was it a great day for you and, and everyone took care of you? It was. We had fun. We just went to uh, Dave and Buster's and played a bunch of games with the kids. Love it. And, and I heard you got a special gift. I did. I got two horses. <laughs> well, there and you flowers. go. And, and flowers. flowers. And flowers, too. There you go. Good, good man. Well, tell us a little bit about, first of all, what did you guys both do before real estate? And, and how did you come together as a husband and wife team? Answer me. You can. <clears throat> so in the early 2000s, I, uh, I had a mortgage company. I was in the mortgage business and, um, and I was doing loans and, and I met Cassie and she was working on getting her real estate license. Um, we started dating and she ended up getting her license and she ended up being, and back then it was a, a, um, a buyer's market. It was, you know, I was leading a bunch of investors and, and stuff like that. And <clears throat> Cassie started working together with myself and some of the investors that we were doing and finding finding flips and, and stuff like that. And <clears throat> so that's how we started. We started working together very early in our relationship. Right. And that's how we started. And then I, uh, I um, ended up going into the 2008 when everything crashed. Um, I ended up going into the oil and gas business and buying land for a large oil and gas company uh, for quite some time. And um, so it was kind of like real estate anyway, I was just buying land. Right. Know? But, yes, what about you? What did you do before real estate? Gosh, I don't. I think I've always been involved in some kind of real estate. Um, that's pretty much all I've done. I got licensed when I was like 24. So, okay. I mean, okay. I, I was a bartender before that. She worked at Hooters too. <laughs> well, you know, some, some of the best, some of the best um, <laughs> real estate agents were, were prior bartenders. Yeah. Uh, and, and now you're, but you've grown into, uh, you're doing some building, right? Yes. How exciting is that? So it's exciting, but I feel like it's the beginning of when I first started in real estate, because there's really nobody to, back when I started, there was nobody to guide you. There was no mentors. It was just kind of like, here you go, figure it out. And that's kind of how I feel like this is, my dad's a builder, so he's kind of helping but I'm pretty much just figuring it out. Well, my brother's a, a custom home builder in Seattle, Washington. I'll connect you to, and, and he can help you. He's been doing it for 30 years now. So, oh, yeah. Well, what's it like being, uh, you know, a mother, you, you know, a wife, uh, a business professional, and Jason, you know, being a husband? How do you both manage both? you know, being, you know, lifelong partners and then also business partners? So we're really best friends. So it's easy. Um, we just tag team everything. If I can't get to something, he takes over. If he can't do it, I take over, you know, and it works out well with our clients too, because I don't always click with everybody. And if I feel like I don't have that connection, then he, I give them over to him and vice versa. Got so it. it works well. Yeah, because we spend so much time together, we're 
and we would hang out anyway, like I'll be familiar with just here talking the phone with the deal she's working on and vice versa. So if she gets too overwhelmed with something specific, say, hey, take this over or we got a crazy lady, I'll take her, you know. Right. We do it. And what I sense about both of you, there's no ego between, no. I mean, it's a, it's, it's about how do we get the job accomplished? How do we serve the client? And you tag team that so effectively. Yeah, you know, a big. I think a lot of people struggle with realtors that don't have a, a partner like we do, like we are, is they can't, they don't want to give up the business because they don't want to lose out of the money. And essentially what happens is the customer pays the price, right? Because you're not giving them the correct level of service. If I'm overwhelmed, I hand it off to her, we're not losing any money, right? So it's real easy to, to not have an ego and just, you know, give deals back and forth based on who's busy or who's not. So it's, it works. Yeah, and we know that. That's kind of why we're pushing small groups across all of JPAR for folks that, you know, may not have someone that, you know, to get in a small group where they can share uh, and have each other's backs, mm -hmm. which, yeah. which you two do so effectively. Mm -hmm. Now, th this market is probably the toughest uh, I've ever seen since 2008, even tougher than that market. Uh, of course, now with your mortgage experience and everything, you guys are much more experienced. But uh, uh, how, how are you dealing with this, you know, lack of inventory, uh, hundreds of buyers for every listing? Uh, how's that affected your business? We, we've done we've done well. We uh, we have a lot of because we've kind of taken up our niche area in these small rural towns. We've built a lot of relationships with a lot of realtors. Um, and there's only so many listings going around. So we've been lucky sometimes, not necessarily favors, but communicating with these, these agents. Hey, remember, you know, remember us. And, you know, they know we close. Um, that helps when you're submitting offers, you know. Um, you know. I think getting them on the phone too. Like when I get an offer in my email and nobody calls me to tell me it's there, it's kind of like, what do you expect <clears throat> me to do? If you're not communicating with me, then it's hard to, it's hard to get a deal done. So somebody who over communicates is better than somebody who under communicates or someone that's shy and doesn't want to reach out and say, Hey, I sent you an offer. You know, let me know if, if this is going to work. Well, you know, just ask questions. Yeah. We, we, we get a hold of that list agent. We have to speed dial them, whatever it is. We got to show up at their house. We're going to get a hold of them and we find out what their seller needs and cater that offer rather than a lot of people just saying, okay, my cash offer is going to win. They just send it in. Well, they might have a seller that needs to stay there for six weeks. So that cash offer doesn't mean anything. And then he can't even get a hold of them. We no. recently had one that was a veteran and he wanted to sell to a veteran. Yeah. So just building that relationship and finding out what that seller wants and what that seller needs. And in this market, VA is hard to, to get done, but we've got two of them done. Well, as a, as a veteran myself, thank you for, for helping those uh, other veterans out. It, it, it's a big deal. And what I picked up from what you said is when I think of you two is it's relationships. Your network matters. It does. When you have that network, you can pick up the phone and, and, and that builder rep knows you more than the 50 other realtors. They, they have a relationship with you or the other agents who, who maybe have a coming soon who are going to give you a heads up before sure. the that, that, that network you've developed makes a difference in your results, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like that four years ago when we moved to Justin and we chose this area for a reason because it hadn't blown up yet, but we knew the development was moving this direction. So we've had this plan. So we've grown like this and now Justin is blown up and we're just kind of doing more business even further out now. When Corona kicked in, our phone started graying like crazy. 
it's been, you know, because now people are more mobile, can home office, and they're moving to the country, you know, in the rural areas. They can move wherever they uh, want. My, my son works for a big uh, multinational corporation. They basically just told him a few weeks ago that he can live anywhere he wants. Yep. Now the handcuffs are off. He, he could, you know, he could uh, go, let's say, to Justin or somewhere like that. Well, as we wrap up, as you think about all of your success, have you ever wanted to throw in the towel? No. No, I'm not a throw in the towel type of person. <laughs> no, no, not at all. We we have big goals, and we're building a big home. It's gonna have a lot of big bills. So <laughs> you may and, see me struggle, but you'll never see me quit. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute because it's not like rose-colored glasses and every day is easy. When you hit those hard times, when you hit those tough challenges, when you hit those doubts that you most obviously have, how, how do you get through them and keep moving forward? For me, I have a very strong faith and I mm -hmm. lean on God when I can't do it. And I pray about it. I may be in my car driving down the road and I know this drives him crazy, but I listen to Joel Osteen mm -hmm. because it's that positive message that I need. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, yeah, Quentin never crossed my mind. But what, we've, what I have learned from failing so many times previously in businesses, I've, I've been very successful so many times and then everything's been blown up. So what I learned this time is diversify multiple streams of income. That's what we're building bar dominiums. That's what we're buying land, subdividing. Um, we're doing, you know, flip houses when they, when there are not many of them come across, but when they do, we, you know, we used to hand these things to our investors and make them a hundred grand, right? Well, now we do these things ourselves and, you know, so the, it takes, it's an initial investment with a big return. Um, so that way, when this, when the market levels out, could be a few years, we don't even know. Um, and things slow down a little bit, let's flip into a buyer's market, you know, we'll be doing other things as well. I heard two things from you. I heard niche. You know, understanding, you know, that you can't be all things to all people. And here's your unique ability and your unique niche and the diversification mm -hmm. to your success. Yeah. And your network. Yeah. Well, if others want to get a hold of you and send a referral to Justin and you guys cover Justin and, and, and the DFW area, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you guys? Um, best way is always, you know, try calling if we don't answer. Um, shoot a text, you know. Yeah. What, what's the phone number? What's the best phone number they should call? 817-962-8440. I thought she was going to give my cell phone number. She actually gave it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have given his. <laughs> and guys, don't be texting her. That's my wife. I'll break y'all in half. <laughs> there you go. Well, as we wrap up this episode, what would you like to share with the audience all over the JPAR Nation and, and many outside of the JPAR Nation on moving forward in this tough market? Just keep going. Um, keep going, push through. Well, you know, if you're not busy and, and you haven't written a lot of offers, practice writing offers so that when you get to write a lot of offers, you get to. Give people hope. That's one thing. Yeah, I, hope. People get discouraged. And then they give up. But if you tell people, look, if you just trust the process, look at houses, get offers in, there hasn't been anybody that we haven't gotten in a house. Okay. Um, we found everybody a house. And then we get a pipeline and we get the, everybody gets a house one way or another. 
Sometimes we change the parameters, how we search, where we put them, but we get everyone out. VA, USDA, FHA, down payment assistance, we get everyone home. It may, it may take a couple efforts or a couple times, right. but everyone gets in. So, That's right. well, thank you so much for serving and representing JPAR at the highest level. So proud of, of, of both of you and what you're accomplishing and uh, what you're doing uh, to serve your communities. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Well, there we go. That's a wrap for this episode of Success Superstars. Until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Thank you. Bye, everybody.